Hello and welcome to the 9K Experiment. I'm your host, John Jowers. So this being the first podcast for the 9K Experience, um, and my first podcast ever, I think I just want to take some time and introduce myself and kind of get my feet wet and start getting my voice out there and tell you a little bit about myself um, and kind of where I see this podcast going. So my story is that uh, I'm a disabled veteran. I was in the Marine Corps for almost 13 years, 12 years, six months, five days. So um, not like I was counting or anything. Actually, I love being a Marine, and it was something I was going to do for 20 years, and and I'd probably still be in right now. But um, just injuries started nagging me kind of early in my career. Um, four years after I joined, I pretty seriously injured my lower back and and played the light duty and limited duty stuff for about um, six months at a time and that's that's when my drug cocktail started. I was on all different pain meds and different um, muscle relaxers and it just kind of started from there and more injuries meant more meds and um, it was just a never-ending cycle. Um, and then these pain meds, these narcotics, the opioids, uh, ended up being, um, you know, take one pill three times a day. And after a while, your, your body gets used to that. And so then I was taking two, three times a day, and then three, three times a day. And and when, when the three, three times a day didn't work, that's when I kind of looked at myself and, you know, that's when sensibility I guess kicks in and you go dude I can't take four four times a day can I so no like I said you be sensible you you go to one two times a day and then at night when you're in so much pain and you can't do anything you take three and chase it down with a bottle of Jim or Jack and and you're able to keep surviving and keep moving and doing your job and, and I just kind of looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was like dude I'm gonna end up dying I, I can't keep living like this. Um, so I chose to get out uh, of the Marine Corps, which, I mean, that was, that was really hard for me. It, uh, when I got out, I, I lost my purpose in life. I lost my um, my passion, and I was doing a 9-to-5 job, uh, doing IT stuff. I was making great money, but, man, I, I just... I couldn't live with myself. I was still on all these pills and everything else. And um, so I, I I think I thought my passion was helping people. And I still think that's my passion, but in just a different way. So um, I went back to school. I got um, some degrees in exercise science. I've probably got 12 or 13 different um, certifications for um personal trainer stuff and nutrition and all this other stuff and I um I I started doing the personal training thing while I was still working the nine to five and and I started getting really good at it and I was helping people and ended up quitting the nine to five and doing the fitness industry stuff full time and started my own business and um yeah, but that, that lower back injury just kept nagging me, nagging me, and 
it got really, really bad, and I ended up going to see my doctor at the VA, and I was told that I can't, um, I can't do it anymore. I mean, I was going to seriously uh, injure myself if I kept it going. So I, I looked into other stuff, and I tried to stay in the fitness industry. And, I mean, hell, I even became a lifeguard um, just so I didn't have to train as much, train clients as much. Um, I tried to get into selling personal training and selling fitness equipment, but I just felt like a sleazeball, man. The, the tactics that they wanted me to use, and it just wasn't me. So um, ended up just getting out of the fitness industry altogether and, again, lost and no purpose. And I got lucky and got a job with a, a pretty prominent veterans organization. I'm also a member of this organization, um, but fast forward to about um, a year and a half ago, and I was, um, we were in a meeting, and these two crazy dudes walk in, and one's really excited and hyper, and the other one's more chilled and laid back, and they're, they're pushing, um, putting a vending machine at our facility, um, and in this vending machine, they'd be selling CBD products to be more specific, Hometown Hero CBD. Um, so the, these two guys, Scott and Chris, uh, with the Vegas CBD Relief, um, we got this uh, vending machine set up. We, we got all the contracts done, and and we were their first, uh, first venture in, in this, getting it into these um, facilities at this veteran organization. And, um, we kind of got that started and helped them out. We got, um, they have, not we, they have six um, six facilities that they're in now, and we're looking to expand. Um, I mean, I, I think this is something that can go um, national-wide, nationwide, and um, I, I think it's a good thing. But So my buddy Scott with the Vega CBD started um doing the Twitter space stuff, and I listened to his first uh, two, um, I guess, podcasts, you can call them, and um, I was like, dude, I've always wanted to do a podcast, I, I sent him a message, and I was like, you're my inspiration, I'm starting my own podcast, I'm going to get my voice and story out there, and we're just going to talk about different things, and um, so he, uh, he's like, dude, come, come co-host with me. So I'm going to be doing that. I'll be co-hosting with them on the podcast like No One's Listening, F. Opioids Show, or I I think it should be F. Opioids Project, but um, that's something i got to talk to him about. But anyway, um, so so we started that, and he made a comment, and he's like, dude, if your name's not um, 9K, it should be. And that's kind of where this came from, the 9K experience, because uh, currently, if I was taking all the prescribed medication that my doctor, doctors, multiple from the VA, wanted me to take, it'd be 9,480 pills. And that's not including the take-as-needed pills because, um, yeah, with that, it'd be well over uh, 9,500. And I just got tired of taking pills. And so when, when they brought this concept to us, um, Scott and Chris, uh, 
they had probably four or five hundred dollars in um, the CBD products with them, and they were just showing the different stuff and talking about them, and they're getting ready to walk out so we can vote on this, and, and I jokingly said, hey, you're going to leave those for samples for us, right? Man, the look on their faces, like, oh my God, what do we do? And, and Chris is like, yeah, yeah, and he left them, and Scott's like, dude, what are you doing? You could see it in his face. And he uh, he ends up um, saying it's the best thing that Chris had ever done for their company because it, it got them into these organizations, into these facilities. And um, so I, I took some of the CBD gummies. I took a vape pen, and and from there it just kind of started. My wife, she she got some um, of the Delta Eights uh, watermelon and. She started taking those daily for, for her stuff, and um, maybe I'll get her on here, and we'll do an interview and talk about um, what, what the CBD does for her. But now, um, so I, w I started taking them. I've taken CBD in the past, and it never really did much for me. And, and I started taking this, and it worked, but I wasn't taking it regularly. I was just kind of, oh, I'm in pain today, or I can't sleep. I'll, I'll take one. Um. Probably 10 months ago, she, uh, my wife and some other people were like, dude, you need to start, like, regularly taking this stuff. So I started microdosing and just taking, like, a little nibble off a of gummy throughout the day. And, and then that turned into any time my alarms went off or notifications went off to remind me to take all my medicine. Instead, I would take a, uh, a little nibble off the CBD, and I started realizing that this is actually working, and all these pills I'm on is not working. I'm not having these side effects, which I'll get to later. And I don't have to worry about these drug interactions that I found out on my own, and not one of my doctors told me. So and I just start thinking about it. Nine months ago, I just quit all my meds, um, except I do take diabetes medicine. I, I want to be clear on that, that I do take meds, and I believe that there is a place for for medicine in certain situations. Um, 9,000 pills a year is just so ridiculous to me that it, um, it, and it's not even these, it wasn't working and I would tell them, my doctors that, and they would keep saying, well, you just gotta make sure you're taking it regularly and this and this and this and, and then I found out on my own there was 11 drug interactions with um, everything I was taking. Two of them were serious, and one was, uh, no, two were serious, nine were moderate. But um, I'll get into that more later. But So that that's kind of where this podcast thing came from is my buddy Scott, and um, if he could do it, I could do it, right? So that's that's kind of where it came from, and and I thought about, hey, just make this podcast. It, let's talk about alternative medicines, but I think it's going to be so much more than that. I mean, there, there's so much I have in my head, and and I want to talk to people and and get this stuff out there. Um, so yeah, I mean, we we are going to talk about alternative medicines. We're going to talk about CBD. We're going to talk about all this stuff and. 
and that's kind of this first one I want to kind of go over. So we'll do a little series about alternative medicine, and, and we'll cover CBD and and how long it's been around, and marijuana, and that's the Chinese considered that the father of Chinese medicine, and acupuncture, because you notice, I mean, we're, we're hitting a lot of the Chinese and the Asian, um, um, Eastern medicine, I guess you say, but cupping, I mean, I, there's a debate if that was the Chinese who, who came up with cupping therapy, or if um, in 15 BC, if it was the Egyptians, um, light therapy for PTSD, um, meditation uh, therapy, and uh, massage therapy, and chiropractic therapy, and we even hit on uh, uh, different herbs and how, like in um, in some Asian countries, they still you, you go to a herbal shop and you pay for your uh, herbs for the month or the week or whatever, and and if you get sick during that time taking the stuff, you get your money back. I mean, that that's something where we don't have that here in America and in, in the United States. We're, we're lost with the, the fact that um, there's no money in healthy people, and that's a true statement. I mean, Big Pharma doesn't make money off of healthy people. They make money off of sick people. So they don't want to cure you. They want to put a band-aid on over this issue, whatever it is that you have, put a band-aid over it and kind of just um, keep you buying these meds or keep you using these meds and keep the insurance companies um, paying for, for all these different things. Um, I'm going to talk about flotation therapy, the sensory deprivation tanks. That, I mean, if you haven't done that, you need to try it. And, it's awesome. That's been around since um, like 45 is when they first started experiencing uh, experimenting with it. And I think um, like 53 is when they first got their um, commercial tanks out there and available. And um, so, yeah, I, I guess the big thing that, that 9K experience is about is um, finding the root cause of issues and and showing people that there's more than just a um, pill to fix things, um, to to rip the Band-Aid off this epidemic that we have. And because it is a true epidemic, I mean, not only is there an opioid epidemic in the United States and in North America, but there's also a, a, a prescribed pill epidemic. And if you look at some of this stuff, it's like, um, Marijuana here in Texas is illegal. I mean, yes, we have medical marijuana, and they, they've kind of opened it up. It's for one type of epilepsy and PTSD right now. So they've got the, we've got the, the T-Cup, um, the Texas Compassionate Use Program. Um, however, it's not covered by insurance. So there's only a few doctors that are doing it, and we start looking at this, and they're charging like $500 a visit every quarter. So there's two grand out of your pocket that insurance isn't going to cover. Your um, prescriptions are like $400 a freaking month that insurance doesn't cover. So yeah, it's they're, they're allowing it, and they're going to open it up to um, to um, chronic pain too, which is great. It's a great start, but 
I think there's a lot more that, that needs to be going on with it. We need to get these insurance companies on board. And, and we, we just need to get over the fact, I mean, marijuana is a Schedule One drug. Um, cocaine is not. Because they say there's benefits, uh, medical benefits for cocaine, but not for marijuana. I mean, I was just talking about CBD. CBD, the Chinese have been using that in their food since 6,000 B.C. And then um, the first evidence of them using it for self-care was 2737 B.C. So we, what, what, I mean, um, CBD marijuana has been around for like 8,000 years, right? <clears throat> We're sitting here looking at it and you got these scientists here in America and these doctors and these politicians saying there hasn't been enough time to study this product. But um, that's, that's a lie. Uh, you've got big pharma that, that has um, an interest in not having mar uh, marijuana legalized uh, or pushed out for um, medical purposes. You, you've got the big pharma fighting against CBD. I mean, there's infighting, too. You've got the medical marijuana um, that's fighting against CBD because, hey, they're going to lose money because they're not selling the medical marijuana because of CBD. I mean, it, it's just to the point of everybody's so interested in making money that you're willing to hurt people. Like, um, not just hurt people. You're willing for people to die. And what do I mean by that? O opioids. Since 1999, 600,000 people have died in the U.S. and Canada alone have died from opioid overdoses. And they're expecting another 1.2 million people to die by 2029. That's just six years away. So in six years, we're going to double this. And we're looking at, what, a 30-year time span of almost 2 million people overdosing on um, opioids, and they're still prescribing this stuff. And alone in 2020, I mean, 100,000 um, overdoses happened. And that's just, we're just talking Canada and the United States. In North America, there's 2.4 million people that um, meet the criteria for se severe opioid use disorder, OUD. Um, there's a huge epidemic. And don't take my words. I mean, these are from research I've done. That last number I threw out there was um, from the North American um, Opioid Epidemic, Current Challenges, and a Call for Treatment. And um, so, yeah, it, it just, it's just getting so bad. But besides opioids, we got another issue with... Um, just over-prescribing of medication that's not a narcotic. Um, so out of all the pills I take, there's 11 drug interactions, two um, serious, nine moderate. Um, out of all that, out of 11, six of them are um, interactions interfere with the, or they cause central nervous system depression. And the side effects from that are shallow or uh, slow breathing shortness of breath, feeling faint, dizzy, confusion, or trouble staying awake can affect um, coordination, reaction time, or judgment. Um, 
then I've got three that are for, um, what is it, uh, dangerous, decrease, and blood sugar. Like I told you, I have diabetes. But what's funny is the, the diabetes medicine I was taking was, there's an interaction with other meds out there, which was weird. And I mean, that that's tremors and shaking, anxiety. Now, remember, I have PTSD. I take medicine for anxiety, and they're giving me medicine that's causing more anxiety. I mean, go figure, right? Uh, sweating, cold, and clammy skin, confusion, dizziness, or rapid heartbeat. Um, there's one of the interactions is dangerous heart rhythm changes, faster, regular heartbeat, dizziness, feeling faint or lightheaded, chest pain, or trouble breathing. Um, there's one out there, serotonin syndrome which irritability, confusion, faster, regular heartbeat, muscle stiffness, twitching muscles, sweating, high fever, seizures, chills, vomiting, diarrhea. So you, you start looking at this, okay, I take a medicine for muscle spasms. Um, I've been complaining with muscle spasms, so they give me medicines that together cause more muscle spasms. Um, I've been complaining about stiff muscles, that's an issue. Um, that's one of these side effects. Um, I've been to the ER and to the hospital because I passed out while eating. I, I, I've had to wear a heart rate monitor for weeks because they didn't know what was wrong with me. And then I find out this again. <clears throat> excuse me. Not no one doctor. Not one doctor ever looked at my meds and go, "Hey, here's your issue." been complaining about all this stuff, all these symptoms and side effects, thinking I'm going crazy for years. And it's all the medicine I was taking. Um, one of the medicines I take is there's a lawsuit for um, causing memory loss. Um, there's been studies, uh, research done with SSRIs and um, uh, PTSD and traumatic brain injuries where it's causing early onset dementia. I mean, this is the medicine that they're giving us, and, and it's ridiculous. And it's not just veterans. This is, this is a everybody epidemic. This isn't just one group, but um, like there's a study out there where veterans are two times more likely to die of a op opioid overdose than a non-veteran. you got to sit here and look at it. Why, why is it? I mean, look, I mean, I, I think you could train your brain for anything, and I think we were trained to um, be more tolerant of pain and be able to function and, and get the mission done no matter what pain you're in. But I think with that, it also came in that, that we have a um, higher tolerance. So we have a higher tolerance for pain, but I think we also have one for the, the painkillers, meaning that if a normal person takes one and it works, I mean, for me, I'm taking two and three um, just just to get some relief of the pain. And, I mean, it, opioids are just so bad. This overdosing of prescription medicine is just so bad. So the, this is kind of the stuff I want to talk about and, and bring to light. I kind of want to share my story, my experience, and just talk about different stuff. So 
I mean, as I'm wrapping up here, if y'all could do me a huge favor and like, follow, share this and um, leave comments because I, I want to make this interactive as possible and um, I'm, I'm going to pick some comments and the best comments or random comments and questions and I'll start reading them on future episodes of, of this podcast and um, we'll get some guests on here and that are experts, because I am not an expert. I'm just talking from my experience and the research I've done. Um, I want to talk about the the legal issues that um, we're running into with Delta 8 and Delta 9 here in Texas. There's a new um, a bill out, uh, Senate Bill 264, and that's looking to block um, the production, sell, distribution, all that stuff of Delta 8 and Delta 9, and it's like, wait a minute, man, this is helping people, and y'all y'all don't want to use it, but you're going to sit here and say that, oh, y'all, you can use medical marijuana and just pay $8,000 a, a year for it, and you're, you're good to go. Um, it, it's just, it's just horrible where, with this stuff that we're dealing with. So, I mean, stay with me, but let's make this um, something that's positive. Let's make it um, something that can actually change lives. And let me know what y'all want to hear about. And we'll, uh, I'll do my research and I'll get some people on here that know, know how, how all that stuff works. And, um, and we'll just kind of go from there. Um, also, check check out Twitter spaces. So my buddy Scott, um, uh, he's doing his Twitter space thing. I'm going to go co-host with him, but we are doing, um, he's doing one uh, like podcast like no one's listening, F-opioids. Um, so we'll, we'll be doing that and I'll be doing this and I, I can't wait. I'm excited and we're going to kind of see what happens and kind of go from there. Thank you for listening to the 9K Experience. I've enjoyed being your host. Don't forget to check out our social media for more ways to interact with the show.